0: Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Rich Jones. Okay, Rich Jones, he is stuck in corporate. He wants to break free. He's binging on the show. For your chance to win $100 every Monday morning, simply subscribe to the podcast for right now on iTunes and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Coming up tomorrow morning, Top Tribe, we hear from Liz Piccarazzi. She's a mom who left a six-figure American Express job for the handyman business. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning, good morning. This is one of those mornings, you know, your hair's still messed up, but you got your coffee in your hand, so you still feel like you're ready to conquer the day, and you're gonna love our guest today. His name is Elijah. You know, I met him, uh, Elijah Monticelli, right? I pronounced that right? That's right. Good, yeah, I met him at the non-job summit where I was keynoting, and listen, he's a great guy. He's just 23 years old. He went from being broke and living in his parents' basement to selling $6,000 with his new business of handmade Apple watch bands. Elijah, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. So first things first, you're 23 years old, you're broke on your parents' basement. I mean, are people always say that because it's a good story. I mean, are you really broke?
1: Um, I was actually in debt. It was so broke.
0: Uh, yeah. Who do you bank with? What's the banking outlet? Oh, well, I bank with PayPal. I bank with Alaska USA, you know. Okay, how much money total across all those things were there when you started this thing? Um, I'd say negative 5,000, negative 5,000. Okay. So what is walk? First off, walk me through what the product actually is.
1: So the product basically is a hand tailored, uh, cuff band for your Apple watch. Now, nothing like this has ever been made before until, uh, fairly recently. So it was, it was a pretty cool breakthrough product at the time.
0: Well, I don't, what do you mean by that? People are going to be listening, going, "What do you mean?" Of course, there's been plenty of watch bands made.
1: Yeah, actually, um, until recently, people didn't know that you could actually make a cuff for the Apple Watch because of the heart rate sensor. So um, it was fairly new that you that uh, people started making these these cuff bands so that you could um, so that it could read your heart as well as you know be a be a big wide cuff for your band uh, for your watch. So.
0: Okay, Yeah, hey, m- makes sense. So what is the um, wh- what is the website first off that you're selling the bands through? Ah, my last name, Monticelli.us. Ah, uh, .us, great. Okay, so walk us through one of these sales. Which one of these is selling the best right now? The best
1: one is the black one.
0: The black um, one, so the Venture Black Tailored Fit, it's 169 bucks. Yep. Okay, how much does that cost you to make?
1: Um, I'd say in materials, it takes on average 30 bucks materials to, to make that and what about your time um it takes about several hours to to complete one of these
0: call it five call it five yeah okay and um so, Top Tribe. Just to be clear, I'll link to all these in the show notes, so you can actually see the band Elijah and I are talking about at NathanLatka.com forward slash the top one four five. So, um, Elijah, how many of these you you how many of these, well first off, when did you start the business, and how many watch bands volume wise have you sold?
1: Well, I started this business, um, I'd say at the uh, at the end of August, and, August um, twenty
0: fifteen.
1: Actually, wait, no. The, the non-job summit was in October. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. So, it's, yeah, I started it uh, on September 11th. And um, I'd say oh, up 2015, to this point, right? Yes, 2015. And um, to this point, I've sold over 30
0: bands. Okay. And to this point, it is now November, middle of November. So, 30 bands at an average price point of what, like 170 bucks? Yep. So, what's t- total revenue?
1: Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, let's see. Hundred uh, about six grand, right? Six grand, yeah.
0: Okay, so you're you're making on average one thirty nine per watch, just considering the materials. But your time is also a factor. I mean, are you? Uh, is it bootstrapped? Is it just you? Do you have a team? What's the story there?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, given the the nature of um, this business, it, it was totally bootstrapped by me. You know, um, I used the materials that I had to to get started, and uh, it just kind of blossomed into this. Nice little uh, non-job, so well, to speak.
0: A lot of the top tribe members who might be an in industrial designer, architecture—you know—they build these great products, but then no one buys them. They look great, but no one buys them. You've managed to cross that chasm. You've built something beautiful, and people are buying it. Tell me how you got your first sale.
1: Um, I got the first sale uh, with Shopify, actually. If, if you've heard of it, it's this—it's this, um, it's this neat, neat little online store uh, builder where you can sort of get your shop up and running for uh, two weeks for free. And one of the perks they have is like $150 of AdWords credit. So, you know, of course I know a couple of good guys with uh, Google AdWords that you probably ran into at the summit, uh, you know, Matt and um, a few other great guys. So, you know, they kind of helped me to set up that strategy. uh, You're talking about Matt
0: Gallant, right? Yeah, Matt Gallant. Yeah, so guys, you can listen to Matt's episode back in episode 132. He talked about how his supplement company did 280,000 bucks last month, and he breaks down how he did it. But he's great at AdWords. How did he spend that? I mean, tell me actually, like, how you got that first customer, though, Elijah. Like, what was their name, and what ad did they click through on Google?
1: Okay, um, so the first person who who purchased one of my bands, uh, the name was Katie. Uh, She's from Canada, actually. And, um, yeah, I believe she, she clicked on this ad that said, um, something about so yeah, display your individuality with one of our custom made Apple watch bands,
0: something like that. It was, and it was on Google. This was a Google ad, right? Right. Right. Okay. So she bought it and, um, okay. That was your first sale. And then how did you get, I mean, how did you scale this? Are you getting new customers like each month now through ad spend or what?
1: Actually, no. Uh, one of the things I started noticing is um, because I started this store. It wasn't Shopify alone. Um, I actually went full out with this. I went. I opened up a store on eBay. Uh, opened up a store on Etsy. So you know, I, I chose several different outlets to see which one would stick the the best. And I've actually found out that Etsy was very. He uh, was really into what I was selling, and uh, what I loved about it is that it had that customer engagement that uh, you really don't get with your typical online store. What do you mean
0: by Elijah? People don't know what you mean by that. When you say eBay has higher customer or or Etsy has higher customer engagement. What do you mean? Well,
1: (laughs) Etsy is one of those stores where, you know, craftsmen such as myself will put their, their items up for sale. And so given that we're the ones making the items, um, it, it's very, it's very much encouraged that you can, you know, start a chat with one of us and, If there's anything special you'd like to add or any alterations you want, you know, we're right there. You can just chat with us and get what you want. So, yeah, it's been working pretty good. I've been actually getting 70% of sales on Etsy alone.
0: And how many, about how, It's again, it's mid-November, how many sales are you doing per month, would you say, via Etsy, volume-wise?
1: Well, at the height of it, I was getting about two orders per day. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but since the se- the holiday season is coming along, things have kind of slowed down a bit. Well, should they speed uh, up? They should. They should. But I haven't really put anything on sale yet. So like f- Black Friday is coming up. You know, I'm really excited about that. But at this point, I uh, I kind of want to tone things down a bit and just add a few more products because you know I've just been spending all this time making these bands and not um, you know developing more items. Wait, Elijah,
0: can I can I ask a question about that? Sure why not focus on selling more of what you already know you can make in an efficient way? Why why is there this urge to create more products?
1: Well, I believe that if you're, if you have a shop, you should offer say low tier, mid tier and top tier items. Uh, so that just in case, you know, they can't afford what do you have? They can at least go for something else.
0: Uh, well, well, if, if using that logic, isn't everyone a potential customer? I mean, who who are you going to say no to?
1: Well, it it is definitely a premium uh, item. So, I mean, it's not going to be, you know, one of those cheap products that you can stock up on, you know, for sure.
0: Well, I mean, my point is though, like I, I get this all the time from industrial design or architecture students, for whatever reason, they're really married to the craft and they'll get the, which is a really good thing. They'll get off and they'll get some sales, but the, then the urge to create something new like, is, is so per, you know pervasive versus figuring out how to sell more of what you're already really good at, at hand making. And I'm just trying to get in your mind and understand what is causing that urge.
1: You know what, to be honest with you, I think it's it's when you're developing a product, right? And you become so good at making it that it, it kind of turns into like sort of like a machine, like process to where you just want to go back into that development phase again and start making new things. So, you know, I think that must be it right there.
0: So that sounds like a recipe to always stay broke. Possibly, possibly. I mean, wh- I mean I- I'm being, I'm being polarizing intentionally because I think a lot of people Elijah are, are are exactly where you're at that are listening right now. I mean, why not hire someone to, why not, you know, pay Matt a commission and say, Matt, I want you to spend a thousand bucks a month on Facebook ads to sell more of this thing or Google ads to sell more of this thing. I'm not good at this. I want to go back into the developmental phase. I mean, have you are you looking to hire that kind of person?
1: Yes, exactly. Um, I'm actually looking into streamlining this process a lot more, making it a little bit easier for for other people, so that you know, once I return back to uh, home to Alaska, I can you know also hire some some craftsmen down there as well. Mm-hmm. So
0: well i mean look i love that there's i think you know the world eventually right now is being really run by developers and i think as uh as ai artificial intelligence and machine learning continues to advance the artists and the creatives are going to eventually rule the world because you can't automate empathy which is what architecture majors and artists and and people like you have. You know, an example I like to point at in terms of a creative, I think that really got it right in terms of being in the production environment always, but also scaling is Ben Weta. We had him on Elijah in episode number 10, and he has taken, you know, money he's made from doing concrete lamps and all this cool stuff and walked us through how he's now in a very weird way investing in real estate. He invested 250 k in real estate and made $1.5 million back on it in a, on a Boston real estate deal. Because he's just thinking about different ways to scale up. So, you know, uh, I, I'm just curious. I mean, it sounds like you are okay, you know, only doing, you know, maybe 10 or 20 sales a month on this. As long as you can spend most of your time developing new products versus selling more of what you already have. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, cool. Well, hey, let me, um, before we get to my favorite part of the show, Elijah, if people wanna follow you personally online, where can they do that?
1: Well, uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Etsy, Pinterest, they're all the same name, uh, Monticelli Band.
0: Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win a 100 bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter, 703-431-2709. Top drive, one of my favorite tools that I use to pump out great blog content and to really hire growth hackers on demand is Growth Geeks. It's a great tool. I use it for my blog, for my images, to help with the podcast production. And I worked out a great deal with the founder because he was on the show. Go to growthgeeks.com forward slash the top to start a free trial right now. Again, growthgeeks.com forward slash the top. Monticelli, bands. And is this your sole thing you're focused on? Or do you have multiple things you're focused on?
1: Uh, actually, this is this is pretty much my, my main source of, uh, you know, Busyness right now.
0: And what's it? Man, that sounds like so not fun. What do you mean, main source of busyness? Why are you doing this? What's, I mean, seriously? Actually, no, no, I, I don't, I don't mean to sound like that at all. I, I really love doing this. Um, but you said, that, I mean, that was like a subconscious thing, main source of busyness. That does not sound fun to me.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Um, you know, when, when you're not working on these bands, uh, what are you doing the rest of the time? You're working on your online store, you're working on ads, you know that part can be a little bit tedious at times, Uh but, um, otherwise, yeah, it's a great job. I love
0: it. Okay. All right. Um, and, and so where do you see this business five years from now?
1: Well, I want it to be sort of more like a full featured shop, um, a bit like saddleback or I'm not sure if you know about any of these other companies, but to move on from bands to say satchels, because you know, it's also the company name. Um, me and Matt will will be developing a satchel fairly soon and, and just kind of get a, a more rounded out shop for people basically you,
0: yeah you and i just for whatever reason like so disagree on that point i just think it, it makes no sense to build so many products before you're doing at least like a million or two million in sales annually on one product that's how the the brands you just mentioned like that's what they did they, they had a core product that did really well and then they build brand around it gopro you know warby parker like all these guys i'm just there's it sounds like you just have this urge though to have like you go to these other sites who you love the design and you go well they have 20 products i need 20 products versus just focusing on one thing, and that's just uh, it'll be interesting. Allows you to watch your journey, kind of uh, as you go and try and build that.
1: No, but you really nailed it on the head there. Um, you know, one of the, the things that people will teach you is to look at what the top guys are doing. And whenever I see the top stores, they have sort of like a, a wide variety of products. So I'm like, yeah, but oh. you have to
0: compare time. When they first started, though, they, they didn't have they didn't launch with twenty thousand SKUs. They had one product that sold a lot of a lot, and then they built around that. Of course, of course. I mean, do you agree? You can disagree. It's okay. Do you agree or disagree with that?
1: Um, I, I, I can agree. I mean, you know, being, being so new to the market, uh, I of course I haven't, I don't get to see that. So that might be something I should look into. I mean, sure. what
0: did those brands, if you go back and study saddlebook and these kind of these brands now go, I like go back the, the the first three months, what was the founder doing? Was there one product on the site or 20 products on the site? Do you know?
1: I believe he started off with one satchel yeah. uh, to be, to be,
0: honest. Yeah. Well, listen, dude, I hope you crush it. I hope it does really, really well. We're about to get to my favorite part of the show. You know, what's next? Famous five, Dude, famous five, baby. You ready? (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um,
1: okay. My favorite business book is the luck factor by Brian Tracy.
0: Okay. Number two, number two, do you have a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Gary Vang. he's definitely my favorite entrepreneur these days. All right. He's a good guy. Number three, um, is there a favorite online tool that you use, Elijah, like Evernote?
1: Um, oh boy, oh boy. I just I just realized uh, I just found out about Facebook Pixel. They they just updated their Pixel and you can track it now with an app. I think it's called Facebook Ads.
0: Oh, very cool. Okay, great. We'll have to look into that. We'll link to that in the show notes again at NathanLatka.com forward slash the top one four five Elijah. Number four, yes or no? Do you get eight hours of sleep every night?
1: Uh, it it depends it depends um i I try to get eight hours of sleep every day but uh you know if if the volume gets gets a little too high you know you just gotta tighten up your belt and and get to work right
0: all right last question here last question uh what's your what's your current situation elijah are you married single do you have kids single okay so take us back th- you're twenty three right yes take us back three years what do you wish your twenty year old self knew
1: actually three years ago um Little known fact, I've been actually making these bands since I was 16. Um, I just wish I would've gotten started sooner.
0: Gotten started sooner. Well, Elijah, there you have it. It was great meeting you at the non-job summit. You've now sold over 30 units of your $169 watch to do over over $6,000 in revenue. Elijah, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. You bet. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning and don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. If you guys liked our time with Elijah today, go back and listen to Yannick Silver yesterday. He breaks down his most recent book launch and how he's donated $2 million towards impactful causes.